This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. Jesus, Kelly. Okay, hold on. This is good. No, the mics aren't even on right Yeah, it's okay. Mine is. Ooh. I don't know about yours. There you go. There you go, that works. Awkward. It's real awkward. <laughs> it's only gonna get worse. How long do we go? How long do we have to listen to the whole thing? No, now you're supposed to do your intro. I'm supposed to. Oh, because we do it over the background. All right. So, uh, hey, Fan Expo. This is your session at uh, Fan Expo. Super GG Radio coming to you live. Uh, thank you, all of my friends and family members who came out. Uh, we and only the family members. No, no friends. No They're friends. up here with me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry to everybody. I am your host and uh, very, very tired human being, Eric Eddie Gettinger. With me, as always, is con-going aficionado, Alex Arona. I love the Congo. What's up, Chicago? <laughs> Woo! How many people in that audience? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. And you know we have Joel on loan from South Dakota somewhere? Uh, west of the Mississippi, wherever, either way. No, yeah. that's, that's okay, I guess. Uh, Joel DeWitt coming to us live in person. Yeah. There we go. Woo! I'm not convinced that's a that microphone. you're even here. I like the numbers here, though. We each have two beers. Where's yours, Joel? I gave him a beer, and he... I know. I took it, I took it back here. Oh, he took, no, no. If he thinks he's okay. getting out of this one without a drink, he's, he's sorely confused. I'm already one down. Let's start this. I, I believe that we might have some type of uh, schedule that we're going to follow here. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm hoping that somebody will it's be right like, next oh, to here you. it is. All right. Yep. Yep. So this is a little bit out of the, the norm for us today. We're going to be running through some of the top indies that we've played this year, and then some of those big triple a games that nobody really wants to talk about you know game of the year 2022 elden ring i still haven't beaten it i know that you won't <laughs> oh I'm the audience just went up to five. <laughs> oh man i'm so hyped all all the family members okay it's like a twitch <laughs> channel here so <laughs> it's like our twitch channel here uh, only people that i know so I'd, I'm excited. We've actually had a really stellar year for indies. I, I hope that you guys have done your homework, you played these games, but if you haven't, then we're going to tell you all about them over the course of the next 45 minutes, and I don't know how much longer I can talk. So It's about 40 minutes. It's four. I'm cutting us down. You're cutting us down? Yeah, you have a timer? I got a timer. Does he? There's a running clock. I don't believe him. That's how it works. I don't even see a clock in this room, so we're just going to have to wing it, I guess. But a really nice chandelier. This works well on, uh, on audio. We <laughs> <laughs> I heard that we're going to get the video, too. And I'm Hold on. Really halfway done with this beer. Really it, it, scared of what's going to come out of that. It does look very expensive. Well, there's only one way to find out how expensive. Who we're wants to break it? Oh, we're... The, the audience might want to move well. a little bit. <laughs> To the right. We Ooh. haven't gotten even to one game, and Alex is already half a beer down. So let's jump in this before it gets too shotgun crazy. Uh, one of the games that we want to talk about today is going to be Metal Hellsinger. And unfortunately, we didn't bring any of the videos, so we're going to have to depict the game <laughs> word by word. 
doing a, what Alex does best, painting a word picture. See, you're talking a lot. That's why it's, it's good you're on that mic. Grab the paintbrush and, and paint me the word picture, Alex. What is Metal Hellsinger? Singer, singer, singer. Uh, Thank you for the backup, Joel. <laughs> you were supposed to jump I, in. I am, I am the silent singer. partner of this collaboration. I'm almost down with one. What are you doing over there? Metal I'm, Hellsinger is, is a first-person <laughs> shooter. Where you're shooting demons and you're cutting them down to size with a big sword and other dual pistols, shotguns, all these different weapons. And what makes it <laughs> the most unique take on a first-person shooter is the idea that it is all rhythm-based. You shoot on rhythm. Rhythm-based? Are you talking like guitar hero level of rhythm-based? There is a meter in the middle of where you're aiming, your reticle, that has... If uh, you do better, does the game, you know, give you a boost for that? You get a combo meter as you're defeating demons. C-c-c-combo. Okay. I'll, I'll just shut up. I'm, go ahead. I'm really <laughs> enjoying this. You can describe the game. All right, go I'm ahead. I'm going to finish this one before you get a sip, so let's go. Uh, um, so you're defeating demons, and as you do, you get a combo meter. What's, again, what's most unique and so interesting is that they got all these metal singers uh, and Big artists. name bands, too. Yeah, you got Surge from System of a Down and, and just a couple other uh, bands that are really well-noted. And uh, they have these tracks that are broken down. When you're just bass shooting, you just get the drums of this track. You get your combo meter up the next level. You get some guitar followed by some synth. And if you're really kicking ass and taking X, in, 18 times combo. But when you get to 16. It's 16 or 18? It's 16. 24? 16. 32. That's how it works. <laughs> so when you get to a 16 combo, the, the vocals of the metal track kick in. And it is badass. You are killing demons and taking names the entire time to an, an amazing metal soundtrack. Though I will say, as soon as the audio kicks in, you got the vocals, you got the drums, you got the synth, and you are going crazy. You get hit once. It takes you out of that combo. You lose the vocals instantly. And it's, it's kind of jarring how quickly those vocals cut. Well, if you clear a room, too, you have to be careful because your, your combo gauge starts to go down. So... Make sure that you're running everywhere. Don't look for any of those hidden secrets that are... Like you can you heal yourself placed, and stuff up crystals. Placed around the stage. Well, the nice thing about the healing mechanic is that you can kill the enemies Doom style, so you can just rip them apart if you hit the button at the right time. Or there's also healing uh, crystals that are located around the stage. So you got those extra bullets, go ahead and give it a couple uh, blasts, pick up some crystals, and then try and continue along your metalastic journey. Did you realize that when I do this, it picks up on the mic? Yeah, I know. I don't know why you're doing you're, that. You're not should, helping. No, I should no. probably stop it, that. It's, this game's so metal. The game is really metal. <laughs> it's really metal. It, it definitely has that uh, kind of bad out of hell look. Uh, everything that you're walking through in the levels are very uh, demonic and, and spooky. The different weapons all look stylized in the same way. That's kind of like that heavy, heavy metal vibe. Uh, it is a quick game. So that it's a first-person shooter game, obviously, and it's it's very quick with how you move. Uh, the different actions in terms of the the shooting are, is snappy. Uh, they all have the right kind of range depending on what kind of weapon they are. So pistols are, are a little longer sword. than shotguns. You got sword. sword you got, you got sword. A sword. Reloading on rhythm. You got a crazy skull that talks to you and shoots fire out of his mouth. I I think it's fire. Yeah, it's it's got to be something. One can hope. Uh, <laughs> But uh, silent protagonist, you're yeah. not really hearing anything from her. So the uh, the main voice as you go along is the skull. He's telling you like it wasn't always like this. Sometimes it was better until she came along. 
What I do like is that the, the, the character, like, art, when your character drops down into the level, it is just like a demon lady with bat wings. Oh, for sure. Badass. But, but it also feels like that's the generic video game they would put into a TV show to say, like, I'm playing a video game. Yeah. And it's, like, not real. What was it? Um, demonic in, in Grandma's Boy. Like, that wasn't a real video game. That Grandma's he was, Boy. That's, that's, Boy. That's, that's a real long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that way to date us once again. That movie's like 70 minutes, and you, you get 60 minutes in before they give you a plot. Really? Yeah, it, it doesn't have a plot really until the 60 minutes, and then it's like, oh, he stole my game. I'm going to tell people it's not re- that he stole it, and then they're like, oh, we believe you. End of movie. Super GG Radio, where we mansplain the plot of Grandma's Boy to you, live. Here at Fan Expo. You know I'm not smart enough to mansplain anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're sure going to try. That, that music, multi-layering stuff, is, is probably one of my favorite parts of that game. Because the whole combo system, it starts such a bare-bones track. And they just add the layers of music on top of it. And I'm a real sucker for that kind of uh, music and sound design in a game. If, if it matches the sort of tempo of what you're working on, it's really awesome. Oh, you're talking about Metal Hellsinger. We're still talking <laughs> oh, about Metal okay, Hellsinger. Okay, that's, that's, how <laughs> see, that's how this I, is going. I, I'm trying to close <laughs> the loop a little bit. You're trying to rein us in. Yeah. I'll, Joel's I'll, doing I'll, a really good job of trying to bring us back, and I think that's my job, but, you know, I you just don't want to do it. Week to week, whenever we get off on a tangent, I feel like it's much more fluid and, and enjoyable for the audience. I, I know I'm gonna, that. I'm going to tell you, this beer is only helping or it's, hurting. It's only helping. I'm glad that Joel is finally cracking into his. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. Measured. We got another 40 minutes here. It's a sprint. It's a sprint. It actually went up to 45 now. (laughs) We're going to have to go for longer. We keep doing this. I'm going to puke in the back of a 7-Eleven. I feel like there's a story behind that, and I don't know that we have time for that. Let's keep going. Um, But we we do have more time to talk about Metal Health Singer, if you so choose. I, I can't help but feel that the... Clearest way to describe it is that Doom game that everybody's shoving down your throat, but I like the character better just because she seems like she's out of the norm. Uh, She's not your Doom guy. Uh, She's probably going to have more of a personality just based on the demo that we played. Uh, Has that big presence, not necessarily uh, scary to everybody, but we'll have to see how she interacts with the rest of the world as it goes. I mean, it could just be the skull, though. Which the skull is charismatic. Oh, he is. That's that's a fair that's a fair statement that he is charismatic as hell, as hell as hell. Singer was, was he Shakespearean? I don't remember. I don't think he was Shakespearean, but he did have a, a another. He was not Mercutio. Yeah, no, that's a that's a Romeo and Juliet character. Thank you. Okay, got it. I didn't think you you paid attention during high school. Absolutely not. I'm still reading those books. Oh, okay. just finished uh, Slaughterhouse Five. Wow. That's a good one. Wow. Did not expect it to go into time travel. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Uh, we're not all about doom and gloom here. We also played a, another couple of games. Probably one of the more exciting visually was 30 Birds this year. 30 Birds. 30 Birds. And in this game, your goal is to find 30 Birds. Sounds simple, right? On its face, yeah. What they don't tell you is that each one of the stages is designed around a lantern, uh, four-sided, uh, no, more than it's, four sides. It's four-sided si- usually. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. sometimes you can go into buildings and it, it extends the map, but it's a four-sided, beautifully paper-craft lantern. 
as you go, you interact with different characters and you try and locate these birds. Uh, some of the coolest mechanics are when you flip from one side of the lantern to the other, those visuals speak for themselves. I think that's one of our moments of the year so far. I, I, we have the moment when you realize that you could move from one side of the lantern to the other, or even when you go high enough up that it peaks over the top and you're, you're getting a look inside of it. What really comes down to it is that this is like a, a paper craft world. Yeah. So you get these, uh, like a full diorama that's built and your character, if you had, if you had just a lantern and you had a character that was roaming around and can go around the lantern, uh, that's what it feels like in 30 Birds. It's just a three-dimensional papercraft space, and your character is just living among it. It has some neat pop-up styles to stuff, too, because there's a uh, like a shop in that demo we had, mm -hmm. and it just sort of pops open from the backdrop instead of doing the turning stuff. And, and it's 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 such a fascinating thing to look at. <laughs> like It's not like much else that I've seen before in terms of gaming. Uh, but the puzzles are also very straightforward, not too difficult, very much like this person says that you need to go get this thing at this place and just sort of going down the chain of events. So it's it's uncomplicated, very visually striking, and uh, yeah, the second you look at it, it's just it's wild. So how many birds did you find? Two. I feel like there were three to find. So right on right on par for Alex. Yep. Joel, do you remember how many birds you found? Um, I don't know, but it was less than three. Okay. Oh, guys, breaking my heart. <laughs> Always breaking my heart. So 30 Birds, at its core, it's very beautiful to look at. All of the characters that you interact with, they have their own dialogue. Some of them have a funny story to tell you through the interactions. Uh, others, it seems like the world that it's set in, you go from one lantern to another on a train but the people that you interact with might not be sympathetic to your cause of trying to find the birds. So there are people preventing you actively from locating these birds so that you can bring back the great bird. I do like that you have a cell phone and you program contacts of these birds in your phone. You can yeah. just text them, say, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, birds. And you can find their feathers. Uh, the, a fun mechanic later that you unlock is that you build the bird or mm. one of the bird's back to life based on the feathers that you select. You know, I, I'm kind of waiting for one to just look at me and say, hey, a new phone, who dis? One of the birds. Uh, you know it, it'll happen. Yeah, you have to. The, uh, the writing was very clever. Like, it, this is a one-person-made game, and I was surprised at how clever the writing was. It was very humorous, lots of sort of quips or, uh, you know... Uh, Fun interactions? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, I swear to God, you really got to get on that mic here. What? Get, get your mouth all up on that thing. This is uncomfortable. This is it not is. the first per time that anyone's used this mic. There we go. Yep. There. Yep. There, there we go. See, Welcome I, to the I podcast, Joel. I made the mistake of listening to the guy setting up for us, and now he's not here to hear me. So He's I, absolutely I here can, to hear you. He's to our left. Okay. He's here. To our right. left. This is all What's your up, fault. What's up, man? This is all your fault. No, you're... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Whose fault? Whose fault? Well, if we go back three years, I think we can all point our fingers at Alex Arona and say, this is the man that did this to me. Hey, I just want to shout out to your sister, Sarah, going punch for punch with me on this. She's drinking hard. Let's go. <laughs> no, she's, 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 exactly. no, she's not. It's she is a, very hungover. It is a Sunday. <laughs> I've, been, I've been at this con for four days, and I'm very tired. You are. I am so tired. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to sleep for three days. Let me just talk about the con experience for a minute. Let is, let's talk about the con and how many cool pieces of artwork you can pick up at one of these conventions based on any type of fandom or game that you're looking for. 
I was a little disappointed. I was looking for more Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring like stuff to pick up. But did you say it's an ad? This it is like an ad. Hashtag this ad. is an ad. This is for sure an ad for Fan Expo. Uh, and a shout out to them for letting us take the time to record a live podcast here. But they have everything for you if you're looking. Uh, Kirby, definitely see a lot of Mario. But anything that you can think of, it's out there on the floor right now. And we're in here. Okay, I mean that's a great ad. That's a fantastic <laughs> ad. What I do want to say is I want to, sh- I do want to shout out you, uh, you, your wife, the and listeners, your sister. They, the way you guys do cons is nothing short of like, it's just, it's it's fantastic. You set up, you get a hotel for the straight weekend. You you get there. Yeah, you unpack. You got a mini bar. You got a snack bar. I've gone back bar. to your hotel every con, and I just want to see it. And you're like, "This is Con Central. This is Snacky Snack Headquarters." You're like, "What do you want? I got like 17 different types of snacks. I got a bunch of different drinks. I got energy drinks. What do you need? Here's the swag station. This is all of our swag that we've gotten over there. It's phenomenal, and it is impressive every time. I'm like, "Oh man, the the, the, the the, the hotel room Since HQ. we're talking about cool artwork, and I'm going to go back to what I was talking about. Yes, did you it. guys pick up anything while you were at the con here? Anything that you saw jumped out at you? Video game related. Nothing adjacent. We're Kirby, not about that. Kirby earrings for my partner. Ooh. Yeah, and some board games. Got that Bloodborne uh, board oh, game. Oh, yes. Bloodborne board game. I, I cannot wait to set aside a week and have to take off of work so that we can set it up and then ultimately get mad and somebody upends the table. It's so hefty that I put it in Joel's hands and he dropped it. What? Sure did. It's heavy. When? Oh, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Came to my house, I'm like, check this out. And he's like, oh, God, this is heavy. Uh, oh, yeah. They yeah, make well, board I, games this big? Yeah. My, my first mistake was just trying to pick it up with one hand. Nope. It's too too big, too hefty for that. I mean, you haven't, you haven't seen a Warhammer box, man. Is it, it, like is it a phrasing pounds. joke? Is it a no. phrasing joke? Are we still doing phrasing? I mean, if you're going to turn it into that. Then oh, yeah. if you want to turn it into phrasing, let's talk about me hefting and feeling all up on that Steam Deck you got. Woo! Got well, we, we can talk about Steam Deck. But, uh, you know, let's uh, let's dry, digress a little bit here. You guys... You know what you, know what you um, should play on your Steam Deck? I don't know what you're pointing at. Vampire Survivor. That's funny because that's all I've been playing on my Steam Deck. Whoa! It turns out that the Wi-Fi in the hotel room... Not great, Whoa. but you know what is great? Mm-hmm. How small the file for uh, for Vampire Survivor is, and how much content is packed into this game. I still feel like I've done quite a bit of talking. So, why and, stop? And Alec is <laughs> Alec isn't here. Alec is the one who was like, "Man, Vampire Survivors." And this just, is his game. And I'm also just obnoxious. So let's get it over to Joel. Oh, yeah, thanks. I want to hear you talk until you're drunk. <laughs> it's yeah, either talk it, or get drunk, yeah, man. You know, one beer might do it for me at this point. I'll pour uh, you some of mine. No, thank you. Oh, don't worry. I got <laughs> a, another one that appeared next to me Magically. while we've been going. Thanks to our fans. And <laughs> anyway. Uh, Keeping vamp- us lubricated. Vampire Survivors is a top-down 2D game. Uh, you play, kind of looks like a Castlevania character. Very Castlevania, uh, even in the way that the character's weapons are set up. Right, but instead of it being like the side-scrolling left to right, you know, whip your whip and uh, shoot your stuff at uh-huh, zombies uh-huh, and uh-huh. monsters and stuff. Whip uh, your whip. Instead, it shoot is... Shoot your shot. Whip that yeah. whip. Uh, it, it's more like a... a almost kind of like a, a map. 
You know, it like, is like, like just a giant, never-ending map. It's bigger than you think. Look, it's it's kind of like uh, Final direction. Fantasy Overworld kind of yeah. look, you know. Yeah. Uh, and what happens is that you have waves of monsters and enemies sort of floating and going around towards you. And you've got attacks that are used to sort of fight them off. But instead of being something where you're directing the attack, it's auto-attack. So you'll start with an ability that might be like shoot a... Uh, whip at the enemies yep. in one direction and then you'll end up sort of having to go around the mob of enemies to try to angle the attack so that you aren't getting killed by them because it's it's an excellent point because the enemies are endless they never stop coming at you right and uh, the ease of access to this game all you have to do is be able to navigate up down left right and if you can do that the game basically plays, plays itself. for you it plays itself each of the monsters drops an item Usually, uh, sometimes they'll drop experience. Sometimes they'll drop other things as you progress further in the game. But experience is used to select new attacks or backup items that help to enhance your character. And then if you're really good, like some of us, <coughs> you can upgrade your items so that they become like next level. So your whip, if you level it up enough, it becomes a flaming whip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. No. No. I know this because I play this. Uh, <laughs> you can pick up a piece of garlic, and you know, oh, garlic. But it's vampire survivors, so all of the enemies they're repelled by the garlic, and it damages them. And then if you upgrade it enough, you get like a mega garlic. Mm -hmm. It changes colors. It does more damage. Your character becomes almost unstoppable. How's the weather up there on your high horse? It's very nice. <laughs> uh, what's the time limit on the runs here? How, how long can you guys make it in? We're trying to make it 30 minutes, right? I am talking about Vampire Survivors. Isn't it 30 minutes, though, per run? It can be. Some of them are only 15 minutes. Uh, I generally uh. last about, like, five minutes away from the end. Beth, can you verify? She is not even here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is chasing my daughter up and down the floor. Further proof that maybe five minutes is all it takes. How dare you? How dare so This is the 30-minute uh, cap for most of the levels. Peek behind the curtain. This is like the fourth penis joke you've made at me today. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> you and your what? <laughs> Looking at you, Laser. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting crowd interaction? I know. Oh, I'm so excited. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> That's what Getty told me you do, too. Uh, what? She said, I don't do shit. Yeah. Um, there we go. Oh, mm -hmm. there we go. I got the point. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got one. So, yes, 30 minutes. Uh, I have played, uh, very frankly, the shit out of this game. I've unlocked most of the characters. I'm waiting it for, to go to 1.0 so that hopefully there's a conclusion to the stages. But, guys, uh, being somebody that's casually played it, how would you rate your experience? Is it something that you can pick up? Anything that uh, you see negative about it or uh, stuff that you really like? So I would uh, say it's probably one of the greatest things for me because it's such a quick pick-up-and-play, do one or two rounds, because frankly, I don't count how long it lasts, but it's not very long. No. Uh, but it, it is that perfect kind of like I can put my laptop on and, and throw it on because it's such a low-requirement thing. Mm -hmm. it, it's such a very basic like NES kind of looking thing. And then, uh, you know, even a little incremental improvement feels great when you actually make that progress. Right. And the weapons are varied enough to where one run doesn't feel like another. I mean, you can choose to do the same thing over and over, but it, it encourages creativity and experimenting in a way that makes it feel very versatile. 
And you guys, the experience that you've had, probably four or five characters that you've unlocked. Yep. Yeah. So I have the, I think, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think I have about 20. And each time you unlock a character, it unlocks additional weapons. And some of them are, you know, we talked about the whip. There's a holy cross that you can throw. It flies across the map. Uh, giant barbarian battle axes. All the way down to really strange things like a wheel. Oh, I, d- I didn't realize the new characters unlock new weapons. A cat? What, is oh, the wh- man. what does the wheel do? It oh. rolls. No, get out of here. What, what does the cat do? I have not played the cat. What? You, you've access to a... Okay, the cat is a weapon. The dog, though. I unlock There's the a dog character, and he throws flowers behind him. And they just, like, what puff a, out. What are we even they doing? puff out. My dog does not throw flowers. Really? Mine does. It grass yeah, I mostly. I was going to say, what is your dog doing? Deep digging into the ground, stuff flying everywhere. Digging or? My dog digs. Okay. He kicks I and digs. Sound like he's, he's a monster. I mean, like he's a dig- digging. flowers dig- do not digging. release out the back end of my dog. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of, we're getting a lot of there's miscommunication. A, there's, here. A, there's a bit to unpack here. Yeah. yeah uh, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> just, uh, uh, but as a tiny child wanders into the podcast room. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Crowd interaction. That's what we got to do. Vampire Survivors. Yep. This is a very easy to get into game. Very cheap, too. If you're over on Steam, it's like three bucks. Three dollars. Three dollars. Endless entertainment for three dollars. Absolutely. I could, I truly, and now that I have a Steam Deck, I could play this all day. No second thoughts about it. It's a lot of fun. It, that thing's hefty, man. You get yeah. some weight to it. You ever, play, you ever play a Game Gear? It's been a long time. It's like been six, a to, long, six long to eight double A batteries. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's where the weight comes from. You can you could hit somebody with this, and it you, you cause some damage. Please don't hit anybody with your Steam Deck. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> no, yeah. I was planning to hit people uh, with yours. Don't. Yeah, I absolutely do, will. Do, do you, you will not. I'm not letting you come over. I don't care how many how many different things you say that you're going to do. You're not coming over. Uh, so what? Uh, the other thing that we want to talk about is that the modern games, the new modern AAA, AAA games, biggest, baddest, the most money you can throw at a game, they've been pretty good this year. There was it was a good year for gaming. Again, it's very surprising. Based on last year, I thought that we couldn't outdo it. It was a little bit of a slower year to start it off, but we had a man, lull in like April and May. But I think that we're hitting we're we're hitting the, it, the 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 stride again. I mean, like the quarry coming out, the quarry, the game uh, from Super oh, Giant. You, you straight up just skipped over Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring. You don't want to talk about Elden Ring here for all these people. I'll talk to I'll talk Elden Ring. No, all you day. already quit. So. Okay. <clears throat> but a game that at least two out of the three people up here have really enjoyed so far is the quarry. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Did you finish it, Joel? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I'm uh, I'm saving the rest of it for when we get back. Do you ever okay. play? Do you play with with one character that you meet enough times to think this is a douchebag? I hope he dies. Yeah. No, just uh-huh. because I I want to get that ending where everyone survives, even if they're a giant ass. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, some of the decisions happen so quick that I already lost somebody. I'm on chapter nine, thinking about. Man, do I want to go back and play this game for seven hours so I can try and get that perfect ending? Nah, that team deserved it. He kind of did. He was a dick. <laughs> that's why you got. That's why I ask. Like, 
you know, what are we doing here? Are we just, are we, the, the, you watch a horror slasher, you're like, man, I hope that guy and gets that's in That's what this is. It, it takes the perspective of all of the teenage camp counselors. It's the last day of camp, and some unforeseen incident has them staying one more night at camp. Yeah, what that foreseen instant, that force, unforeseen instance is a douchebag. Yeah, he's, so summer loving happens so fast. Oh, <sighs> And that's about as much as we can say uh, without getting in any serious trouble. I don't but think... Mm, well, this is going yeah. up on YouTube. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, probably can't say too much more. Uh, but, you know, you never had one of those summer camp romances that you wanted to last forever? Ever been to summer camp? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> we won. So well, hold on. Let's take a hand. Joel, were you a summer camp kid? No. Getty, were you a definitely not? Okay, so then don't look at me like I'm the weird one because I didn't go to summer but camp. You're still a weird one. But we watch movies. Okay, we still play this summer game. camp. Yes, yes. Jason loves to smack kids around in a sleeping bag. We've been there. Yeah. So slasher <laughs> slasher flick is the way to describe this. Mm-hmm. Okay. It it takes the perspective, as I was saying, of the camp counselors. Uh, you take control of each of them at different intervals during the course of the night making decisions that can impact the fate of those characters. They can die, they can survive. Uh, you can find items that will help with survival, but ultimately you don't know what's gonna happen really until you get to the, the nitty gritty at the end to see what choices you made to survive. But I think that's one of my favorite things about that game, it's an interactive movie, right? Uh, and, and so it is, oh, and it, it is yeah. easy enough to where I think just about anybody could pick up a controller and do it mm-hmm. because this is the follow-up from the same people that made until dawn which yeah. is a very similar game but those had very snappy quick button responses even more intense right. this one is not as intense and i feel like you could hand it to anybody and say hey give this a shot it's worth trying out i like the fact that the quick time events have taken a simpler tone so that people can really like jump in and try to figure it out and then like you it makes it more uh, universal for a lot of people i've you know they for me it's more the spooky scary i'm just like ah, i don't know if i'm gonna love being in that in that kind of mode but i think that like making it simplified doesn't necess- that that makes it more enticing to me than deters yeah and there are still those short sequences that you need to make a snap decision right but a lot of the important sections they pause and just let you take a minute and think about it before you make your choice. Before one of the options was do nothing. Right. And in this one, it kind of forces you to make a decision one way or another during basic conversation points. How do you want to interact with the other character? And uh, I'm still getting to the point where I'm, I'm at the final chapter of the game, but I still feel like there's interactions to be had and uh, stuff to finally determine how, how everybody's going to come out of this night. Um, I do have a question, though. Sure. I, I know that you... I'm not asking you to spoil the game, but I do ask, Ooh. how do you feel about the supernatural element? I uh, really like it. And it, it if, you, if you're going into it originally without understanding any of the stuff that happens, uh, obviously, after you know, you know. Yeah, you know, you know. So uh, the hints that they drop, it, I think it doesn't take until Chapter 7 or so when somebody finally drops the word that everybody's been thinking up until that point. And that's Eskimos. where it's like... Mm-mm, Eskimos. No, not not the that, word. That but would be very hot for them to live in. It's <laughs> <laughs> very... Oh, yeah. so not Eskimos. It's okay. It's not Eskimos. But uh, anyway, Merman. it's, it's no. that little thing uh, that 
all of these games that Chupacabras. the studio puts out. What, what are Chupacabras? What are chupacabras? Actually, that's a good point. They could they could make a, a game about chupacabras. They're Mexican these uh, monsters from Mexico that will attack different animals and suck the blood out of them. So Wendigo. Well, no, no, they're no, like no. more like 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 weird. Now, dogs. now we have to try and figure out mutant dogs. Let's talk about mm. chupacabras some more. Um, <sighs> no, but does it work for you as well, Joel? Do you feel like the supernatural element like fits the the vibe that you're going for? They they use short. They slowly bleed it in a way that really suits the tempo of the story, though. Like like the actual supernatural reveal is fine. You, you know, all these things are sort of aping off of popular movies and, and horror stories. For sure. Uh, and it's really just in the way that they present and execute on it. And they do that really well. You know, you, you care enough about the characters to where when they have those reveals, it is still surprising. And then when they get the jump on you, it's still very harrowing and heartbeat pumping. And uh, I, I think that uh, that's part of why I try to make them survive still is that I have my perception of like this character is an ass but I don't necessarily try to change the character. Right. I try to make choices based off of who I think that character is. So some guy might be sort of a quiet, reserved character that doesn't really want to uh, open up to people. Well, I'm going to keep him pretty guarded because that seems like who he is. Yeah. Uh, if there's another one that's sort of like the, the puppy dog that's pining after somebody and then having that affect their choices, I'm going to sort of lean into that. Uh, and it's, it's really just about trying to play the character right based on who you think he is and then seeing what the outcome is there. So you're role-playing it? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. I mean, I mean. so my wife and I play it together. It's Ooh. our it's our uh, week and Date night thing. Night. Date night. Gonna I'm, kill some kids at summer camp. I mean, you're not wrong. Real romantic. Uh, you know See, what? what Romance comes in all kinds of colors. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, but that's part of the fun of it, too, is that like I can control the characters in quit time events, and then we can like make a collaborative choice about what we do. Yeah. And then it's, it's fun to, number one, just like make those choices and play together, but then two, we'll hit these points where it's like, she'll want to do the sympathetic choice, and I'll want to do the the jackass choice, because it's like, well, I think, oh, you this think that's how the character... I think that's what his character is, and he'll be, she'll be like, I... You know, I, I think I just I want to choose that choice because I think it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's it's a neat thing to do as a couple. Yeah. Okay. And the last thing to bring up, the choice is what ultimately comes down to at the end of the game. There's two hundred and something endings that are a possibility based on which characters survive. Yeah. So make the right choices. Isn't that just life? No. <laughs> no. If I learned anything. It's definitely not that. It's video games. Now I do got to ask the question now, as of as of our beat list, what do you feel? What do you think right now is your current game of the year? Yeah, because somebody has them highlighted in his uh, portion of the list. Yeah, that's not. Did me. you want they us to slide the phone? Say, pa pass it over. If, if I'm to be put on the spot here, puff, I need to see puff, what I pass. actually talked about here. Okay. Uh, no. All right. Yep. Uh, out of what I've, ooh, here she comes. There've been some good games this year. <laughs> There've been really good games this yeah. year. They're really good okay, games. They've okay. been really good games. Tunic was excellent. Tunic was excellent. That you guys haven't even made the list yet. You guys should really try Tunic. So I'm, I'm going to constrain it to stuff that I played this year. Oh, and, well, I would just uh, say it was 2022. Well, that's that's the, the list you're looking at. So, uh, well, I mean, I got lots of games I didn't play in 2022. Uh, Don't we all? I think that's what the backlog is. There, yeah. There's. I'm going to have to split the baby here and, and choose one. Windjammers two. 
Wind wow. jammers. That's, that's a bold decision. It's, it's a close between that and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm, okay, Shredder's I could Revenge. I could see Ninja Turtles. That, that makes sense. That's really good too. I I think the competitiveness of Wind Jammers too, and it's just such a unique mm-hmm. type of competitive yep. game. Being nope. this weird. Uh, nope, disc. I got it. I hate that game. I hated Wind Jammers. <laughs> I d- there there I was did a time when this. we were playing it. <laughs> And visible you, rage is what I have to say. <laughs> we were playing visible it, rage. and it was just Joel decimating. We were taking turns, me and my brother, passing the controller to Joel as he decimated us. So Joel would win. I'd pass the controller to my brother. Joel would win. Pass the controller back to me. Joel would win. <laughs> and he, at one point, I texted him, like, can you tell who's playing? And he was like, absolutely. So it was like my brother was competitive to you. Me, I was a joke, and you were just like. At one point, I could tell that you were just kind of playing around, trying new stuff. Mm. I'm like, don't, don't do that, <laughs> don't do that. I could feel that pity. I could feel the pity in your playing Windjammers too. It's like trying to play Rocket League against Joel. Yeah. Mm. What well, are no, aerials, man. man? Like, I don't know how to be a Rocket League car player in the mid air hitting a soccer ball. I do. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> It still doesn't make any sense to me. No, You're in a man. car. Physics. How are you about to do a an aerial hit in a car? How are you about to? So so you start with the jump button. <laughs> and, yeah. And then you sort of you sort of tilt the controller. You know what I like? I like bit. tunic this year. You like tunic this year? And then you feather the boost a tab. Bit, <laughs> and then you sort of like. Did you say feather? Yeah. Yeah. Feather. You got a feather. feather. You're like. Tell me, hold oh no, on. Describe it for, like we're looking at it. Okay. Joel is moving his finger back and forth. Yeah, oh, on, just on a the little trigger, bit. Just like remember. a little bit. Just a little, little bit. bit. This okay. is an audio you podcast. You don't want to. That's why I'm describing it. Well, He's you, slowly you, moving his index you finger. You don't want to go just, whole hog on the trigger because oh, you don't then you just pull the go index finger too far. off where you want to be. Like Super GG Radio, where we teach you how to feather the button. The button. The button is up for interpretation. Now, uh, <laughs> I think you all should play Tunic, and the reason why I think you should all play Tunic... Okay, this is a Fox Zelda. Is yes. that what we're looking at here? Okay. Is uh, Just real quick, I'll blast through that one. Um, the reason why it's so interesting is that you will, by dis- exploring the world, you find pages of a manual. And if you remember, back in the SNES days, uh, you used to get a, a full manual that would describe the game. Press the A button to run, press the B button to attack, blah, blah, blah. Now that you unlock that in game, so you will find these pages of the manual that will explain the game, but it's a different language. Hmm. So you don't get, because they're a different language, you don't get the full context of everything, but finding a second page will describe something else with pictures that will make it so that you understand. Oh, like, so there's even a section where you have a save point, and you figure out if you press the button on the save point, it saves your game, and you you, you get more, you get your life back. But the, you find a page for the manual, and it goes. By the way, if you press up B at the at the save point, it does the thing. And it just, it's a different language, but you just see up B, and something. And so you try it, and it's like, I could level up my skills. <laughs> when, when was that? Like I've been playing for like two hours. What, when can I level of, up my skills? What kind of skills are we talking about here? You get stats. You get strength, agility, and like. Wisdom for magic, and that's what I'm saying is that the game doesn't tell you you're like three hours in that skill was already there. You see, this is usually the opposite uh, interaction that Alex has with games because when it comes to manuals, he completely just goes off the yeah, rails. No. He's like, "What tutorial? I don't need that." 
and, and that's what it, I'm saying. Here it doesn't. And then we it have an argument about it. Like, why didn't you go through the tutorial? And now there's no tutorial because the ma- you were supposed to discover it in the manual yourself. And it, like again, you'll go through a whole area, and then at the end of the area, it's like, oh, by the way, here's the map for the area. And you're like, what did I just do? You could have just given me that from the jump. No, they could have. And that's the point: is that it's very cool but to discover that, like, by the end of the game, you're fighting and you're beating the last boss, and you're like. Do you know that if I were to start over right now, the amount of information I already know, I could just go straight to the end. I could clear it. There's so many different shortcuts. There's just, just sections of it where you go like, oh, this is a house. Oh, by the way, if you go around the corner of the house, it just leads you to the last dungeon. Oh, we didn't tell you that. My bad. And well, that's what I'm saying. You find that out my later. My spoilers. No, now that's not actually. Know. That's not real. Mm-hmm. That's yep. not real. Nope. But what I'm saying is that that's how the game is. The map is in a way that tilt down isometric view but it plays in the space that you'll be in the last dungeon and you hook a left and all of a sudden you're back at the beginning and you're like this was here the whole time no way. i could have just jumped into this like i just gone around the corner and it that's what i'm saying the game gives you it, it, it has all of this stuff pre-built in but the discovery of it is so slow paced that by the end you're just shocked that at the you're just like oh okay this was here the entire time i could play this game again and finish it in like 30 minutes so with that in mind, is that something you see yourself you? playing a second time? Yeah, um, I could. I could. It, it's more that it plays well in a speedrunner territory that you're just like, mm. this is very, this 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 really kind of hits different now that you're that you know this information. I, I always like that sort of like everything's in another language and you have to learn it stuff more in theory than in practice. Uh, no Man's Sky, yep. did a similar thing like that. And you played it. I played enough of it to know that it's not for me. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, same with the outer yeah. wilds for me. But don't yeah. tell Alex; yeah. I'll get in trouble. I did. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm okay with it. Um, Getty, what is your game of the year so far? I am gonna definitely upset everybody. I'm gonna say game of the year 2022, Elden Ring. Elden Ring really? is your game of the year right, right now. N- right this moment, right here, as we sit and breathe. Wow. Okay. That's that's like a number two. Controversial. I know that that is a game I acknowledge is a very good, well-made one of those, and it's the closest that I will ever be to actually trying to tackle one of those Dark Souls mm-hmm. style games, due to the fact that like all the other ones are very constrained. They're, they're linear kind of experience, and maybe some branching paths a little bit. But but defeating bosses just feels so good. It does. And when you make it past a particularly difficult one, man. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a high high to come off of. You, you feel just to get crushed by the next thing that comes. At I you. went four bosses deep on the back end. The ba- the last back half of that game was like mm-hmm. a boss yep. rush. Mm-hmm. I did four bosses deep, being like, man, I'm kicking ass, taking names. Last boss just sm- like smashes me into fell dust right into the like, ground. Like didn't enjoy it. No. Yep. Yep. It was it was soul crushing. Soul crushing for a souls like. Yep. Well, Getty. A Getty? We had a oh, are we, uh, you're cutting me off here? Oh, I was going to say uh, we are at time. Oh, we're at time? Uh, do we have anything else that we'd like to accomplish here, or is this time like we're wrapping it up? Uh, more about uh, what, what are the last words you want to say to the people? Uh, that's really ominous. I don't know if I'm prepared for this question. <laughs> you know, I'll I, say to I, the people, hey, thank you very much, everyone, for hanging out with us. Thanks thank for you. coming out. These are the people in our titch, uh, Twitch chat. We don't these get that are, too often. Yeah. These yeah. are the people that I can't get out of our Twitch chat, no matter how many times I try. 
I got to pound Alex yeah. has to that pound one? a beer. No, yeah. that's someone else has to pound it. I pounded these two. Podcast. I don't know why <laughs> I did that either. I don't know why I did. this was a this Hold was on. a bad decision. This is a bad decision. Hold on. Hey, but if you did come out, we'd like to thank you all very much for seeing us live, and I hope you enjoyed your show over the course of the weekend. It was an experience to be had. Uh, go finish up, shop some merch, and we'll do this all again sometime soon. Or every Thursdays. So, Getty, what do we say at the end? This will be another episode of Super GG Radio. If you would like to find us on Twitter, it's at Super GG Radio. And on Twitch at SuperGGRadio. Twitch.tv slash SuperGGRadio. Get it, you're the worst. Yeah, I don't memorize this stuff. If it's right in front of me, then it's much easier. Twitch.tv slash SuperGGRadio, where we're Thursdays, we'll be recording a podcast. Mondays, we'll be backlog. I'm doing it now. I know, it was your job originally. Backlog Mondays, where Alex will be playing his backlog. I don't know what I'll be playing, because I finished Disco Elysium when not on stream. You're shouting at me. I'm shouting at you. You're looking directly at me and shouting. (laughs) Tuesdays, it's it's weirder, because I'm making eye contact. I'm not blinking. Tuesdays is Skater XL and Chill, where Alex will be playing some Skater XL and busting some hip-hop beats. Uh, Let's see, Joel, what day are you? Saturday. Wednesday and Saturdays. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Well, Joel will be wow. streaming. Wow. <laughs> and I just stare into it. We don't even know so what Joel is playing. dead in the eyes. Don't even know. All right, go ahead, Joel, because I'm going to start ch- pounding this beer that yeah, I've been Yeah, what are you playing on those so, days? So Wednesday, we've been playing Have a Nice Death, which is very cool. tend okay. to... Uh, wow. Uh, that is inappropriate. Uh, Saturday, we've been doing Scribblenauts Unlimited, uh, so uh-huh. we've been using our language to uh, boost that, and, and more to come. I think we got new plans for Wednesday. It's going to be very silly. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds really good. Thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, are we all good here? Hold on. Hold on. Let's, get the, hold on let's get the episode notes so that you can actually read it, read it the right nice. way. You don't have it memorized nice by now. Definitely I, I think notes. I've made the support guy angry enough as it is, so I don't oh, want to no, overstep okay. our okay. time. This is fine. <laughs> Uh, I think we're we're all good. Uh, You already did the first part. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And if you are in attendance right now, if you'd like a free video game code for whatever we have, uh, Steam, I assume? Yep, Steam. We've got some stickers here with free game codes on the back, so stop on by. We'll be hanging out outside for a couple of minutes before exiting. They've even got names on them. So Before they kick us out. Is that, is that the know. exit music? That's the that's really got to wrap it up music. I have to put it up to this mic because I don't have a... I don't, I don't have a... The iPhones don't have an aux cord anymore. Really? Yeah. That sounds like... I know, I know, but I, I'm, I'm iPhone, so we got to do what we got to do. This is, this is really snuck up on me. I got to mm-hmm. chuck this one yeah, here now because no, Sarah d- told me to. You don't have to this, do anything. This is all just going to be pain for your ears. So... It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. All right, we're good then. Yeah. So you gotta, what do you say at the end of the episode, son of a? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, our mo. GG Joel. Good game. Good game, Alex. I hate you so much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. All right. Good night, everybody.